Hey guys, hope you're doing well. My name's Joby Bowie. This is the Over It podcast, a very, very special edition today. Uh, we have got five of us who are going to be hosting uh, this webinar and podcast for you. We're going to have some very, very special information on how we can um, lose the stress uh, with mindfulness. Um, it's a very important subject right now with what's going on in the world. And I know a lot of many of you are could be going through things, um, your, you, your family members, you know, all, uh, all adds up. And so we're here to help and um, hopefully we can um, give you some good, valuable information to help you and others that you know so you can share the recording out afterwards um, to help people get through this time that we're going through. So what we're going to do, we're just going to go through um, our guests that are on a show um, so we can introduce people. Um, and then we'll be having certain guests coming up for 20 minutes, half an hour at a time. Uh, there's going to be some sound healings. It's going to be talking about Reiki. It's going to be talking about mindset. We're going to be talking about how we can actually uh, get through this time together um, and become as a collective as well. I think that's quite important. And then we'll um, we'll be hearing some from some very important people as we go through as well so i'd like to introduce first of all my uh, partner um in this who's helped me set this up and um just as a quick chat so we'll go through the people on here just a quick two minutes if you want to talk you can talk if you don't know a couple of people already said to me they don't want to talk uh, but just be not quite nice to hear your name where you're from what you're going through at the moment and if there's anything that we can specifically help you with um then we can um guide down in line, uh, lines as we're going through the uh, through the webinar. But Chris, I'd like to just unmute you, if that's okay, just to introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, and then we'll have a, a full interview and um, a full um, session with yourself later. So to, Chris, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and what's going on. Well, thank you so much, Joby. It's nice to see everyone. Um, so my, my sole intention of coming on today is to try and share some of the practices and techniques and methods I've been using for many years to try and help people with stress. Um, I've had a relatively stress-free coronavirus lockdown and through various practices through meditation and yoga and nutrition and health and just understanding the mind and how our bodies and emotion um, and mental activity is in a relationship with each other. And if you can become conscious of these things, then... Um, stress kind of is alleviated through the understanding of these teachings. So later I'll be going into a little bit more detail, but it's great to see everyone and I look forward to speaking. Yeah, Joby, you're muted. If you could possibly just uh, come on, just introduce yourself, um, tell us a little bit about what you might have been going through through this time and um, what you're going to be doing later on. Should I come up next? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, perfect. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, must be here. Uh, I am uh, a tantric therapist, a shaman, uh, also a Reiki master. Uh, mindfulness, I teach mindfulness. Also, I use a lot of uh, alternative dialogue means a method of understanding the way that one speaks so we don't bring challenges on to ourselves as well as others. Because a lot of times when we talk about ourselves or with other people, we close them down and we bring challenges to them as well as ourselves. I'm also a sound healer, 
using gongs, sound bowls, drums, uh, lots of different instruments. Uh, later on, you will hear a little bit more of it. And I would like to share some of this information. And after this, if anyone wants to contact me personally directly after this, I'm open to answering questions and uh, giving healing also. Thank you. Thank you, Master B. Look forward to having your session later on. I'm really excited to hear sound healing through this day as well. So, okay, thank you. Uh, let's bring on um, Tijan, if you could possibly uh, just give us a little bit of insight for yourself, what you do. Hi there. Um, I am Tijan. Um, I am an energy healer, energy teacher, I work with Reiki mainly. Um, I'm also a mindfulness coach, meditation coach. And I would like to think that I am not a specialist. I'm very passionate about working with people that have overcome trauma. Uh, I have helped them to overcome trauma. Um, I've overcome several um, incidents of trauma myself in the past. Um, including chronic disease that was caused by trauma and emotional imbalances. So that's kind of my passion, um, working to help people overcome trauma through energy healing, discovering their energy, that true essence, and also mindfulness and meditation. Lovely. Thank you very much. Let's uh, come over to our lovely friend, Debbie. Just unmute you. Hello. Lovely to have you on. Uh, lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, I'm, I'm also an energy healer, working with Reiki and crystals. I, um, I guess for me, it's more of uh, where I feel like I'm still in the early years of this journey, uh, having gone through my awakening in the past three to four years uh, from a very, very heavily matrix life, <laughs> um, working in the music business, most of my adult life, well, all of my adult life. And um, for me, I feel like where my energy had been misused and drained a lot. Um, and at that time, having no awareness or knowledge of the things that I do now, and more importantly, knowing how to protect my energy. We, you know, obviously, you know to protect yourself, but it's... Um, you, you never really think about protecting your energy and through energy work and going to various healers and TGEM was one of them. Um, I learned to do that. So that then led on to me on my own path, working with different masters and different, uh, going, trying different things, a lot of shamanic work as well. And um, learning all the things that I've picked up on along the way to heal myself because that was the, what it comes down to. I think nowadays it's more about teaching people to heal themselves. Obviously in the early stages, you know, go get the help, but, but learn these tools and, and, and share them. And because and, everyone needs to know these things. So I think that's where I'm, I'm in that place at the moment where I want to share. And, you know, because every day I learn something new and it's so exciting. And every person that I share with comes back and they've shared, and it's just like, it's so infectious, you know, and it's, and it's beautiful. So that's what I'm here to do, basically. Thank you very much. Really excited to have you on and uh, look forward to hearing more from your session later on. So let's, uh, let's get into the, uh, the nitty gritty of everything now and hope you, you guys can hear there's other people in the same situations as you, there's other people 
um, going through things. So now we'd like to um, get into um, what we are here to do and learn and hopefully you guys can get some value from what we're about to do. So I'd like to bring um, Tijan back on and uh, Tijan's going to start this off for us and then we'll go into uh, Master B with his sound healing and Debbie will be coming on talking about crystals and Reiki and everything else and increasing and I'll be um, going to some bits at the end. So uh, Tijan, welcome back. Hi. Yeah, yeah. I feel cold. I just want to, I've just come to get a blanket. <laughs> it's the winter. <laughs> yeah, and sun. <laughs> okay. So we heard a little bit about um, what you do and stuff like that. So tell us a little bit about your history. What's been going on in you in your in your life and how has that developed you into becoming this master Reiki heather now and, and what you do? Um... Yeah, so in summary, because uh, it's quite a long story as it is for all of us, um, my awakening came from uh, being in a really dark place. Um, so I'm a great believer that being in a, you know, being in a state of chaos and darkness and, you know, some people may describe it as being broken is actually an incredible thing because what that means is transformation. So I'm in that mindset that you know, for a lot of people with, with the difficulties that they might be going through, they might be feeling at the moment. I mean, we say, um, somebody said earlier, I think it was John, that the statistics are not that bad and this, that, the other. And for me, I, I, thankfully, I don't know anyone who is suffering or has lost anyone or has been ill with it, but a lot of my friends do. So um, there, there is a lot of people, so it may not have affected us, you know, with regards to work. I'm not working, but I still have a roof over my head. But there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs. And, you know, so, as, as the lady said earlier, it's complete chaos for a lot of people. But we need to try and respond to that in a, in a constructive way and try and look at it. I know it's difficult, but for me, my journey came from being in a place of being broken and losing my home and losing my health and fearing for my life in some situations. And from that is where that is where I found my strength. At that point is where I found that strength, that essence, that energy within me that drives us in everything that we do. So um, I reversed chronic disease. Um, I had a disease called Crohn's disease, which I reversed purely through energy healing, meditation, and mindset, mindfulness. Um, so this is a time where I think it's really key for people to start to look within. And there's a lot of posts about meditation. And yes, I believe meditation 100% helped me overcome a lot of disease and a lot of emotional imbalances and a lot of things like depression and, and a lot of imbalances. However, I think it's really important for us to use this time to heal from our past traumas and our past, you know, subconscious, um, you know, our shadow selves that might be holding on to certain beliefs, limiting beliefs. And I've been using this time to do a lot of shadow self work on myself. Um, I've done a lot of shadow work in the past, but I'm using this time now to do a lot more shadow work on myself. So stuff that's coming up, I think, some people may disagree with me, but for me, it's not about pushing it back and being positive, but let's be positive, let's think positive. Yes, I agree with you, we should always be thinking positive and always try and replace you know, those negative emotions to positive emotions to raise our vibrations. However, 
um, there's emotions that will come up for us that we need to deal with and we need to embrace and acknowledge and um, allow ourselves to heal from those, to release those and heal from those. And this is a really good time for us to be doing that. And that's kind of where my journey, that's been my journey, um, is, is kind of going through that painful process of forgiving the ones that had hurt me. I haven't consented to it, but I've forgiven, you know, and started to um, raise my vibrations by releasing a lot of, you know, releasing a lot of stuff. Um, and I feel really strongly that this is a time that we should be embracing that darkness, those limiting uh, beliefs, and dealing with those now that we're at home and feeling it now and starting to kind of heal from those. That didn't actually answer your question, did it? <laughs> Good, but yeah, so kind of did. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to know. It's good for people to hear a little bit about what you've been through. I know you had a lot of stuff to deal with, and it's good to um, understand how you dealt with that. So now, the the base of the floor is is yours for the next fifteen minutes to um, to talk about what you'd like to go through and anything you'd like, any value you'd like to give the people. It's up to you. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different kind of people on with different, you know, there's a lot of Reiki healers already established, they're already awakened, already going through that. Um, there's there's a couple of people that are going through, so, I've lost you, I can't hear you. What about the people who might be watching this on the replay that are not Reiki healers? Um, yeah. How value can we give, give them people as well? Because let's try and keep this for the collective of the math yeah so for me what i'm feeling from a lot of people um outside of this group and from so is anxiety fear chaos that feeling of fear which is obviously really really bad for our immune systems really really bad for our bodies you know watching the news and all of that stuff is just fueling all of that on top of all the other fears that we have so um and i feel really passionate about this is a subject i feel really passionate about because i suffered with trauma that caused a lot of fear for me in my past and that caused a lot of inflammation in my body and then I was you know I ended up at 40 years old with a chronic disease high blood pressure I was on heart heart palpitation tablets you know loads of medication so for me this is a, a really key time where I'm speaking to everyone saying you can't feel fear you must let go of that fear because it's actually destroying your body so what I would say um, to people watching now is they've got to do everything they can to eliminate that fear because of the long-term effects that it has on on your body so the things like stop watching the news stop reading the papers um don't don't you know don't fall into that trap of i speak to people I, i've overcome my anxiety i used to be a really i used to suffer with a lot of anxiety i went through a phase where i wouldn't leave the house um, i've been through a lot of anxiety and i'm completely 100 anxiety free now but there's still triggers. You know, I've been in situations where I'm very strong and very calm now. I'm in a really good place. But I, you know, spoke to a friend of mine a few days ago who's suffering from severe anxiety. She also knows a lot of people that have, have had corona. She knows a couple of people that have passed away. So it's very difficult speaking to her because you know that that's there's a trigger sometimes there's a trigger so if you know that you've suffered with health anxiety or you are an anxiety sufferer know your triggers and, and just try and it's difficult because you want to be there for those people that are suffering but at the same same time if you are a sufferer if you are an anxiety sufferer it's that balance of sort of trying to protect yourself and that energy without seeming like you're not 
you know you don't have empathy for that person listen we're human at the end of the day it doesn't matter how strong and positive we are we're human we're going to speak to somebody that's going to trigger us um, and that's okay that's okay you know i had a couple of really bad days last week where i did feel quite anxious and i wasn't you know i had to bring myself back and and teach myself all the things that i teach others you know go for that walk in the woods, ground yourself, make sure you're breathing properly. You know, the reason why I was feeling dizzy and quite anxious is I wasn't breathing properly. I was breathing quite shallow, you know, just, just reminding ourselves of all of those things that we tell others to do. We would tell our friend to do if they're feeling anxious. Um, sorry, so I thought Chris was talking to me, but he's on mute. I can see his mouth going. Um, the breathing, the mindfulness, the practicing gratitude every day. Yes, I can't go to work, but I have a roof over my head. You know, not giving up on our dreams. This has been a really key thing for me, not giving up on my dreams. So just because I can't work like, you know, I had a really busy business. Um, you know, I was really busy right up until lockdown. Um, and now I have part, you know, I'm lucky if I have three or four clients a week. And that could be quite upsetting. But for me, I'm not thinking like that. I'm thinking, right, this is a time for me to focus on all those projects now that I wanted to do, you know, so I'm working on stuff at the moment that's really exciting. Because just because we're going through this right now, it doesn't mean that we should give up on our dreams, our dreams and our goals and all of those things that we want to do. Now we've got the time to work on all of that stuff, um, as well as working on ourselves. So I've been doing a lot of work on my projects. Um, and I'm doing a lot of work on myself. I'm doing a lot more shadow work on myself. I've been meditating a lot more something that I, you you know don't always have the time to do I have a family I have three dogs I'm a busy healer you know now I have that time to focus on myself and realigning myself um, and yeah it's, don't give up on your dreams do the work on yourself um, and just being conscious of where you're placing your energy because your thoughts if you're going to negative thoughts all the time you're using your energy on negative thoughts so just being conscious of where your mind's going what you're what you're focusing on and practicing the mindfulness bringing yourself back yeah very good love that good information so is there anything we can is there any techniques that you can specifically give people to to overcome that overcome fear what, what do you do and um and how do you do it i just i just so if i get a thought come in if i get a fearful or an anxious thought come in which i still do you know once you're an anxiety sufferer i think it never completely goes away like i said there's always a trigger it's um grounding yourself being aware that you're doing that and not inviting that thought in for too long so allow it to come and then allow it to go and just be you know just be just being aware of uh, of your surroundings the, practicing the mindfulness the sensory you know what can i smell what can i see just bringing yourself back to the present moment um i find that walking has really helped me i mean it's always helped me a lot um and at the moment we're sort of cooped up in the house a lot so i make sure that when i do go for a walk i'm amongst trees and i'm amongst nature and that is my medicine you know going into the woods even if i have to work, walk a little bit further to be around the trees and that amazing vibration of nature and the grounding um, that has really, really helped me. So mindfulness, being um, conscious of how you're breathing um, and just allowing the thoughts, the negative thoughts that come, allowing them to come, but then asking them to leave. So not kind of inviting them in to stay. 
And um, I know we did a live the other day, but for those who um, didn't see that, you had a little saying that you use, and I think it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Would you mind sharing it with everyone? Yes, so when a negative thought comes in, so I've had it, I've had, I had this for a couple of days, I mean, Joby knows that I had a couple of days last week where I was feeling, you know, I was going through some stuff, some, I had a download as well of some stuff that I needed to work on, some self-worth, self-esteem issues, and I was feeling really quite low about it, but I allowed myself, I allowed myself to go through that, I didn't think, right, get, get up, you need to be positive, you know, remember who you are, I didn't do that, I allowed myself not to wallow in it. I didn't invite it in for tea and cake, which is the saying that Joby likes. I didn't allow those feelings and those emotions to come in for tea and cake, but I did allow them to come and for me to just be, you know, question why these emotions keep coming up for me. Don't, it's, it's not always good to just push stuff away. You do have to question, why do I always feel like this? What is this telling me that I need to work on? Um, but I don't, I don't allow it in for tea and cake. Um, I let it come in. I'm conscious of what it is, what it's telling me. What am I learning from this? What do I need to work on? And then I'll push it away. Lovely, yeah, very good. So I think that's saying so funny. It's better than my one anyway. <laughs> so yeah, but all good. So tell us a little bit more about, um, about what you do with your Reiki. Um, how did you get into it? How can that help people as well? Like the crystal heated. Um, tell us a little bit more about, about what you do and, um, and hopefully and just maybe a little bit of insight of some of the patients that you work with. How does that work? How does that, how do they feel after they've had that, that sort of treatment as well? So I do, um, my form, I, I was, I was having Reiki healing when I was going through a really, I was in a really bad place. I had a, a really stressful job, really bad divorce was, was, you know, going through all the motion, going through all this really awful stuff. Um, and I started to have Reiki healing for purely for relaxation. I wasn't, you know, I've always been quite spiritual, but I wasn't kind of born awakened and, you know, channeling and all that kind of stuff. I, I kind of was quite late to the party. Um, so I, I entered the, this world through uh, being in a really dark place and looking for a way to manage my stress. So I think that I kind of attract that now. So a lot of my clients come to me in that same mindset you know they might be going through divorce they might have gone through um something in childhood or trauma or some kind of trauma that they're going through so i work with a lot of children as well that suffer with anxiety and the healing that i do so it is i mean energy healing is energy healing the reiki i'm attuned to reiki um so i i use reiki healing but i also um have my own kind of style i do use crystals during Reiki, some people do, some people don't. I'm a crystal healing practitioner as well. Um, I believe that crystals completely helped me reverse my anxiety. So I have very, very uh, strong connection with crystals. Um, I use sound healing as well. I use a sound bath during my Reiki healing sessions. I use sound frequency. Um, and I talk all of my clients through a guided meditation, depending on whatever it is that they are, whatever their specific needs are as well. So I kind of combine, I know a lot of different healers work in a lot of different ways. Um, and I also did a counseling um, course as well, because I was finding that when I was having Reiki healing with the healer that I was going to, it really helped me to relax and it really brought a lot to the surface. But what I was finding that it was bringing a lot of stuff up for me, which is obviously what Reiki, the amazing thing that it does, it brings things to the conscious that we need to release. But um, I was finding that the healer that I was there with was not able to 
then guide me through those feelings and those emotions that I was experiencing. So I did do a counseling and a mindfulness course to be able to deal with that trauma that might come up for the client. Um, so as, because as well as having the actual life experience of all of, of a lot of those traumas, I wanted to be able to know how to deal with that when the client sort of comes around and they're crying for something really, you know, really emotional has come up for them. So that's why I did that. Um, I always wanted to be a counsellor. I was in I was in the commercial retail world um, in the city for 20 years, but all, it, it, it was great, very competitive, very egotistical, very aggressive culture. And I've completely, it just completely, um, you know, I'm in a completely different world now. Always wanted to be a counsellor, but felt that I didn't really fit into that framework because as a counsellor, you can't talk about what you've been through. And if I can't talk about what I've been through, how can that client resonate with me? Um, so I do talk very openly with my clients about what I've experienced and how I dealt with it. So a lot of the people that come to me are not particularly spiritual, but are kind of, they are spiritual by the time they've left. <laughs> and they start, I start, start to try and awaken them kind of slowly. Very good. Very good. You're doing a great so, job. I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, my Alexa's just going off. Um, yeah, you're doing a great job. If there's a, like a most frequently asked question, if people are like here listening to you right now and there's a most frequently asked question, what would that be? And um, especially during this time, how, how, what would you, you say to them and what would it what would the advice be? I did. I put this as a. I put this in as a post the other day, actually, on my social media. How are you so strong? That's my most frequently asked question, and I say to them, I wasn't born strong. I was born exactly the same as you. I'm strong because I found that essence of energy that 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 runs within me. That um, that energy that kind of light in my solar plexus and you can do the same you know we all have that same strength it's just it's just sometimes you just need somebody to guide you to find that strength but we all have that same fire in the pit of our belly that sometimes we just like we're a little bit lost and we can't feel it and we can't see it but we all have it so that's my most frequently asked question how are you so strong love that and um so what what would you say to someone who's in a very like maybe be in a weak position right now? Um, they've obviously got might have a little bit of anxiety going through, fear, whatever it is. Um, there's lots of stuff accumulating in the uh, in the world right now. Um, how would you say to people like, what would the daily practice be? What give us a little bit more of an insight into that of you of that question, if that's all right. Um, where you place your attention is where you place your energy. So being conscious about where you're placing your attention, being conscious of your thoughts and where you're placing your thoughts because that you're using up your energy. So that's mindfulness, I guess. Um, affirmations, um, making sure that that, 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 even if it's two or three, you know, if they're not used to doing that kind of thing, writing down a couple of affirmations that really resonate for them. Like I, I, um, I let go of fear. I inhale courage and just reading those out loud every day, all day. Um, so yeah, conscious about where they're playing, where they're wasting, where they're using up their energy, um, practicing gratitude, kindness, and love, unconditional love 
even to those that we have hurt us that we don't consent to unconditional love to those forgiveness feeling lots of forgiveness for anyone that we're upset angry at we've been angry about in the past now's the time to let go of that and just feel that unconditional love forgiveness to raise our vibrations doesn't mean that we consent to it but it's helping us it's helping us our immune system is helping our energy um, it's helping the world obviously as well um, and try and be in love with your future and not what you're not the situation that you're in now so don't worry about the situation that you're in now it might be difficult don't give up on your dreams be in love with your future and what's to come in the next few weeks the next few months the next few years lovely that is spot on so just to finish off last minute one one or two tips that you would um, give our our listeners in today. What what would it be? The affirmation. Hang on one second. Hang on one sec. You're muted. Where you gone? Uh, there you go. So you, just mute, you just muted yourself somehow. There you go. All yours again. So yeah, just one tip, just to finish off. Would be great affirmation if i had to choose it would be affirmations so listening to affirmations overnight so that it really goes into the subconscious or saying it every morning saying it out loud saying it every night before you go to sleep you know choosing a few affirmations that really resonate with you in the place that you're in and saying them out loud shouting them out loud not just in your head saying them out loud lovely thank you very much hope you guys got some value from that i really appreciate it great advice um and um Hopefully we'll come, we'll bring you back on at the end and we'll do a little bit of a collective healing for everyone as well and send some love out to the world. So I need your power then. Oh, good. Thank you, Tijun. Lovely. You've muted yourself. Sorry, myself. Sorry, guys. Do apologise. Hit the wrong button. Tony, my good friend, Master B, shaman, mentor, um, very good, dear friend, and um, beautiful energy that you provide. Um, Tell us a little bit more about um, what you do, your services, and um, and what you're going to be doing for us today. Well, you know, thank you for that uh, introduction. I was listening to TGen. Actually, it's like uh, a lot of the things that she talks about and she covers, uh, we all as therapists, healers, crystal therapists, whatever it is that we all practice, you know, most of us covers the same thing. I think what makes the difference is our own personalities, perhaps. Yeah. So later on, at some point, we will cover some sounds so that we can just sit and relax and listen to some vibration. Because the whole point of being spiritual, whatever it is that we want to call ourselves, is having the ability to raise our vibration. And raising a vibration whether it's through meditation, mindfulness, whatever it is that we take on board that works for us by making ourselves feel better about ourselves in that moment, you know, that raises our vibration. Now, when we talk on mindfulness or practice mindfulness or even spirituality, you know, we have to understand past is the memory you know we've done it we understand what it's all about either we've had some benefits for it or through it or some letdowns whatever but it's something that we've already 
done and we've gone through. When we talk of the future, like a lot of people talk about, personally, there is no such thing as a future. The future is memory, right? So it's the future is imagination. No matter whatever it is that we look at it, it's something that we imagine. It is not in the here and it's not in the now. We have to try and bring ourselves to live and to be in this exact moment. Whatever we say, we practice, we do in this moment, we then project it forward to what we call our future self. A future self could be a moment later because all we have is the here and now. We have nothing more, nothing less. So by practicing to be in the here and now, the moment that comes up a moment from now, we're still in the now. Whatever we do now, we project to our future self. Yeah, so true. And uh, it's beautiful to really delve into that. And when people understand that, it's, um, it's, it's very powerful. Very, very powerful. So give us a little bit more of an insight into how you're um, dealing with your patients, your clients, um, a little bit more about um, what you do. And is there a daily practice or something that we can give the, give the viewers and the listeners to really give some value over before we go into the, into the sound healing? Yes, I personally, uh, the, day, the way I run my days, as uh, Tijan said earlier on, I use a lot of affirmations, you know, and personally myself, every single morning, I cannot remember for how long I send out daily affirmations, you know, and uh, some people, if you're not aware or you want to contact, have a look at it, you can log on to my Facebook page. It's also on there. And I send it personally to friends and people that I know all over the world. And personally, when I wake up in the morning, one of the first things that I practice is giving thanks for actually being able to having woken up and having the ability to actually step out of bed. So I pay homage to that and I give thanks for the day because it is a brand spanking new day and a brand spanking new life. When I go to bed, before I go to bed, I have another ritual that I practice. There I finish my day. My day ends there and then I climb into bed. So whatever my challenges have been within that day, I tend not to take it to bed with me. When I, make, when I finish, do my practice, I leave it behind, whatever I have accomplished or not accomplished, it no longer matters. Then I go to bed, I wake up in the mornings, my day starts again. So whatever the challenge is, that was left behind. You know, so every day is a new day. There's a saying, when people say, you only die once, actually that is incorrect. We live every day, right? We, sorry, when they say you only live once, Right? We live every single day, but we only die once. Right? Every single morning when we wake up, it's a new life. It's a new opportunity to start from scratch. It's a new opportunity to begin again. Nothing ends, nothing finishes. Every day is a new beginning. So if one can find a practice or a ritual that they practice, whether it's something as simple as just waking up in the morning and saying, thank you, you know, I have woken up, my eyes are open, my legs are moving, I am healthy. That in itself is gratitude. You know, so one does not have to get into 
a whole major practice because we can also become slaves to our practice. For me, as a yogi, crystal therapist, sound healer, uh, everything that I'm involved in, one also has to be very, very mindful that we don't become slaves to our practice. If that happens, it also means that we are being also unspiritual. Because everything's a process. Everything is momentary. You know, nothing really matters. What we do now, a moment later, it's gone. So being in the moment, feeding, finding, fueling ourselves in the moment, that's where life is. Life is now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow. Life is here, life is today. As we all know, with the virus that's going on right now, it's a lot of people are in that mindset where they're afraid. You know, they're afraid of it, they're afraid of what's going on. But like uh, the speaker said earlier on, Tijan said earlier on, if we lock into fiercity, that creates more of a challenge for us because it breaks down the immune system. You know, we get stressed, we get anxious, all these things, and it opens us up to any challenges that's gonna be coming out. So we need to be mindful and just understand things happen, nothing, the only thing in life that is constant is change. And what's happening with us right now, we are, we're going through changes. A minute from now, it's gonna be completely different. Changes, the lockdown, that, has, that will be more uh, challenging for most people or a lot of people because every single one of us, our families are in different spaces. So lockdown will be completely different to every single family. We ourselves, we have to honor that and understand when people are in lockdown, the situation that they're in right now, again, it's something that will pass. It may take a few months, you know, it may even take a year, however long, but in this precise moment for every single one of us that is sitting here challenges that we've had, we've worked through it. Life is about challenges. Growth is about challenges. We don't grow unless we have challenges. If we live in a space where uh, sometimes for me, I hear it from a lot of uh, life coaches, uh, spiritualists, a lot of people, they say, if you have somebody or something in life that challenges you, walk away. If you walk away from it, you're not learning your lesson. The lessons about the challenges that comes to you, you face them. And then when you faced it, you've worked through it, you've grown. It does not come back at you. If you walk away from a challenge, it's going to come back tenfold, whether it's a minute later, a month later, or a year later, it comes back. We have to face our challenges. And every issues that we have is a challenge that we have to face. Some people, uh, we may think we are born with, yes, some people we are born with trauma or traumatic experiences. That is unfortunate because our, our mothers at that particular time, whatever the experience that she's going through during the time of pregnancy, right, she unfortunately passes on to the baby inside, right? So if the mother's stressed, the baby becomes stressed. If the mother's happy, the baby's happy. Whatever the, uh, the mother eats, the baby also eats. So sometimes when a mother gives birth, during the nine months of uh, pregnancy, she's already fed and educate the baby with all the experiences that she's had, whether it's uh, positive, negative, 
and also positive negative they're also uh, choices that we make and most importantly judgments because in life again nothing is right nothing is wrong it is what it is every individual what is bad for one person is good for another so it's all judgment when we talk about judgment judgment is uh, trying to not to criticize or say to somebody else you're doing this wrong you do it is incorrect uh, there's a couple of people earlier on that mentioned this unconditional love unconditional love comes or could work only if there is acceptance right if there's no acceptance there's no unconditional love acceptance means if you accept people and things for who they are you don't need to change it if you don't change it then you can follow then the route of unconditional love if you're going to look at somebody and say to somebody uh, you're doing this wrong it means you're judging you're not accepting so unconditional love does not follow in that space at all we have to practice when we talk of unconditional love is the first word we have to work with is living a life of acceptance accept people for who they are because we are all individuals we are all into this physical world we've come in with an experience and the reason why we are here whether we want to accept that fact or not we are all in contract with each other if somebody does us harm it's a contract that's been signed from year dot day dot between you and that particular person it's how we deal with it that makes a difference there's something i like to uh, a word that i like to use it's simply if we don't heal from what has hurt us then we end up bleeding on the people who have not cut us. Now, seemingly anything that happens to us in life, because a lot of the times we don't work through it, either we don't understand it, we don't work through it, so therefore we take it on the next person that comes into our lives. And this is also where the growth comes from, by accepting we have challenges, accepting we have to work through our challenges, and next person that steps into our lives, we make it as easy or as comfortable for them so we don't end up giving them the challenges that the person before them gave us. So acceptance is the word I suggest and I, I like to practice myself and then unconditional love will follow that. Yeah, very good. So great insight to, um, to what you do and um, I love the, the way you look at things as well. It's a really good way of opening the mind a little bit and taking away the judgment and every day we can come into our lives and um, we can lead it with a, with a frame of a positive mindset, so to speak. But um, you've got about 10 minutes left um, of your little section, 10, 15 minutes. Do you want to go into your um, sound healing now? Is there anything else you wanted to cover, Tony? I I, if you want me to uh, play some music, I will do that. But, uh, you know, that would have been, it's entirely up to you. Maybe it's something we can also come back to a bit later on to finish with. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want. Right. You've got about 20 minutes of every section. So okay. So what I will do then, I will uh, play some music, listen, uh, create some vibration. Perfect. And then what we, do, we can do like a nice sound healing at the end of, for everyone to... Yeah, so that we bring us... Yeah. So uh, whatever it is that... What I will say, everybody that is listening, the idea of 
is so that we sit comfortable, if you're, if you're lying, whatever it is, and connect to our breath. The breath I will give to you, or I'll ask you to share, and we've also, we've all got different breaths or long term, if I say to you, you breathe in for seven. So as you're breathing in, you're counting seven. You hold that breath for three, and then you breathe out, you hold for 10, you breathe out slowly for 10. When you get to the end of the breath, you hold for three. So again, I will repeat that. You inhale slowly for seven. You hold that on that whole breath, you hold it for three. Then you exhale for 10. And at the bottom of that breath, you hold it again for three. Let's just keep doing that and keep focusing on that. And I will just create some vibrations and some sound so that you follow that. Let's just remember and just focus on the breath. Whatever comes into the mind, do not attach yourself to it. The mind is the thinker. It was given to you when you was born. So try to just allow it to just flow. Just focus on that breath. Yes? I will start off, I'll give you a little bit of sounds. Starting with the sound bowl, just close your eyes, relax, and just listen to the vibration.
So I hope everyone uh, got some value from that um, and enjoyed a nice little bit of a sound. Uh, the drum for me was, I love the drum, uh, good chanting as well. So all good. So thank you very much, Tony. Is there anything you want to finish off with just to just to close out on your little section before we move on? Say uh, thank you, it was an honor, right? 
and uh, let's continue. Now we're going to bring on my very good friend, uh, Debbie. She is the Oracle um, Reiki. <laughs> She's a Reiki teacher, crystal healer. <laughs> Um, she is an absolutely phenomenal woman, so I'm really looking forward to hearing from you, Debbie, and um, hearing about what what you're going through and, and how you can help people as well. Um, okay, so uh, where shall I begin? My, how I'm getting on at the moment? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you've been through a lot as well, so we could, we'll touch on that in a, in a bit. And well, where shall I start? My past and how I got here? Yeah, up to you. That'd be quite good. Okay. Um, so I'll try and be quick with it because there's a lot. Um, I basically, since the age of 18, worked in the music industry. I started in garage. I was uh, the first garage promoter in Ibiza when I was 18 years old. I started a rave called Twice As Nice in Ibiza. And um, two years into doing that, I got headhunted by a management company. And my first management group was the So Solid crew with 21 Seconds when they came out in 2001 with that. And that kind of catapulted me into the music business. And and um, the next artist I worked for after that was 50 Cent, the rapper. And I moved to New York in my mid twenties uh, to work for a very powerful management company called Biolator Management. Hang on one second, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I had to shut the door. I had to shut the door because I'm I, I'm also living with my parents and they just came back from the garden sunbathing. I could hear them. Um, so yeah, working for um, a management company um, at that time, I started working for. I was lo looking after Fifty Cent, Buster Rhymes, uh, Macy Gray, and Soldier Boy, and um, I spent six years travelling nonstop. A very intense. Um, very uh what's the right word I, I was very programmed into having the mentality of the client comes first like like everything was about the client and the client's needs and making sure that everything was done for everybody else so you, you know you're constantly making sure that everyone else is happy and good and along the way i suppose without noticing i stopped looking after myself um i had not i used to say i was spiritual but i didn't really know what that meant because i didn't want to say i was religious even though i was raised catholic but it never resonated with me and it's funny because when i moved to new york i actually wrote create your reality had it tattooed on my wrist and at that time i didn't really know what that meant to the extent that i do now i didn't know anything about the law of attraction or any of that or any any of those kind of things but i just knew that i made things happen anything that i focused on or that I wanted to make happen I would but it was usually for somebody else you know I had become that kind of manifesto and I suppose that's why I worked for the people I worked for because they could see that I was good at doing that but no one ever showed me that that power was my own and, and that I should use it for myself and then um my boss who was um a very important person in the music industry at the time his name was Chris Lighty he was one of the founders of Def Jam he committed suicide, he shot himself in the head. And it was a big shock to the music business. Um, and to be honest, hip hop changed quite rapidly after his death, um, in the sense of, you know, where it's gone now, which is trash. But, um, <laughs> and also it's funny because in, in, in my awakening and, and with everything that's going on, I started also finding out that a lot of labels have money invested in pharmaceuticals. 
And that's why a lot of rappers are allowed to talk about Percocet and Xanax and all these kind of, you know, all these drugs that they're talking about in music, you know, they're, they're all pharmaceutical drugs. They're not really talking about ganja, like, you know, like how Bob Marley or someone like that would. And, um, and I'll touch on, on, on music and its influence in a bit, in a little while. And then um, from there, I went to work in Miami for um, an artist called Puff Daddy. P. Diddy, he was, you know, also very big in hip hop, or still is. He's, he's one of the biggest, really, especially entrepreneurial. If you look at the entrepreneurial stuff he does as well. Um, and um, I went from working in an office constantly or touring to being the brand ambassador of his Ciroc Vodka, which then made me go into a lifestyle of going out all the time. I found myself in my 30s partying almost every night. And this is when my spiritual awakening started kicking in because then I started experimenting and uh, escaping a lot. And, um, but now I realized that the universe was actually coming in. And because where I had sort of probably built this matrix wall around myself before, I had lowered my vibration. And yes, you know, I suppose entities and bad things were happening, um, but it also enabled the light to kind of zoom in and start navigating me to the path that I'm on now. And um, I ended up moving back to London, moving back in with my parents. Uh, one of the ladies that's on the call was touching on um, um, this coronavirus, meaning that she had to now move in with her parents. So I'm gonna come back to this in a minute for, for that lady. Um, and um, uh, I guess I started seeking. Um, and I was in a place of why me? You know, I'm a good person. Why is my life falling apart? You know, victim kind of mode, I suppose. Not, you know, I wasn't really understanding that. Well, I did know that I had caused it, but I didn't know that I could also control it, you know? Um, and um, anyway, uh, a Reiki healer one day in a, in a Reiki, Sammy Parrish, you might know her actually, Joby. Um, she, I had met her a couple of times and uh, she happened to come into an after hours party because she, she lived close by and she'd been dragged there by other people. And she gave me my first crystal, which was a rose quartz. And when I tell you my life changed within three weeks, everything was changing. Like everything started like flowing. My relationship with my parents was getting a little bit better because it was very intense. When I first moved back, after living 11 years in a different country and I'm an only child it was very intense coming back and being home and being you know under rules and all that kind of stuff and anyway so I at that time didn't have I didn't have any more money I didn't have anything really left and everyone was trying to push me to go back into music but something was at that time keeping me away from it like majorly blocked like I, I, and the idea of going back into hip-hop which is like absolutely not possible um and i started finding out more and more about music which i'll touch on that again when I, i'll come back to that but um yeah so within a matter of weeks i somehow had got money i'd gotten a couple of dj gigs because i started djing as well and i went to ibiza for the summer and instead of like the year before you know partying like a maniac I found myself in nature most of the time, meditating, which, you know, here, that was impossible. But all of a sudden, everything just started kind of coming in and 
and then people were coming into my life and spiritual healer you know I didn't know any of these kind of people before and just out of nowhere from when I got this crystal just things started happening and um and when I came back I had my first Reiki healing which was very powerful obviously um and then uh, a few weeks later I had uh, my first experience with uh with DMT and that opened up a portal definitely and um and then from there I feel like I was constantly just being guided now. By, it was like as if the ancestors and the spirit guides had come, sort of come in and, and I started realizing that there was other things going on with me, like entities or there was energy that wasn't mine. You know, that I was, it seemed like I was where I had been in so many low vibrational places because, you know, money doesn't mean high vibration. So all these rich people in America that I'd been around, just because they're rich, it doesn't mean that, you know, and they, they're manifestors, it doesn't mean that they're good or that they have, you know, that they're out of a high vibration. And then again, in the party scene, again, a lot of low vibration. It, people mistake high energy for high vibration and it's not, as you know, Joby. Um, <laughs> and, um, um, you know, I, I was feeling better mind frame wise, but I was just drained, drained, like, I constantly felt like this draining feeling and um I went back to see that shaman and we did more work and I actually saw an entity leave my body and uh and these light beings come and swarm around it and then it kind of exploded into light and I I left that day feeling two stone lighter and then um I speaking to the shaman he you know he, I kind of which it was something I already knew I knew that some sort of dark magic had also been placed on me. And then this made me start then going down the path of, so magic, because I never really had, I thought magic was hocus pocus, what you see in the movies. And um, kind of having this confirmation that magic is real and that someone had done it to me, made me feel like, well, if magic is real, I must be quite powerful for someone to do that to me, to want to do that to me. And if mag there is dark magic, there must be light. And if that's the case, I must seek and find those people to teach me or help me discover it. And I must join that side. And that's kind of where it, you know, where, and from there is where I am flowing from now. And then I started going back to what I did. I started with Reiki, so I became a Reiki practitioner. Um, quite quickly actually like I, as soon as I started it it was like boom Reiki every single day three people a day I, I've dived right into it and I and I love it um but this time now into the coronavirus period has really enabled me to bring myself back to self-healing because what I found was once I started on the healer path that it all became about healing everybody else even though I've picked up so many tools so many ways to protect myself um uh, you know, which I'll, I'll touch on that again in a little while. But um, then I started working more with the medicines, uh, the plant medicines. And, you know, I've been just shifting and shifting and, and receiving all these beautiful uploads, which Tony <laughs> taught me to say uploads instead of downloads. Uh, thank you, Tony. Um, and, uh, and various other, I was already getting into words. One of the, one of the, um, things I started doing when I was at my lowest point 
was, um, and again, I'd say this was a bit of an upload. So when I met Tony, I felt like it was the universe giving me synchronicity because he started confirming a lot of stuff that I had started doing, like changing my words. You know, I, I, I realized that when people would ask me how I was, I would say, I'm okay, not bad, can't complain. All the universe hears is complain, bad, okay. So and this is before I actually, became a practitioner this is when I just sometime after I first started doing Reiki and, and uh, working with the medicines and um, I started saying I was amazing all the time like whenever I mean, I mean obviously if I was going through something and I felt that I needed to speak to someone I would but I didn't allow myself to go down that road every time someone said are you okay because otherwise I would have continuously kept myself in that low vibration if you know we need to talk go and talk but in general if someone is randomly saying, oh, you know, how are you? And you're not going to open the discussion, then just say, I'm great, <laughs> you know? Because in all honesty, by me saying it, I woke up one day actually feeling pretty amazing for the first time randomly out of nowhere without really doing anything to make me be amazing. But I started actually feeling pretty good. Um, and so I started incorporating that into my lifestyle and and then that's when i got more into journaling writing things down affirmations gratitude um uh you know and just meeting various healers and masters and you know it, it's funny because it's like people used to always say to me you know everything it's already all inside you Every, you know that you don't need to learn anything it's already there you just have to tap into it and i used to think yeah okay but i'm gonna need some reminding you know like because <laughs> there's so much <laughs> and I feel like the more healers I meet that they'll say stuff and it's like it's like a light goes off and it's like yeah boom that and, and then I'll go off and kind of you know do it my own way or you know if it's something that I really want to dive into then you know I will obviously work with that person if the opportunity is there but um what I've, I've really taken from all of this is um is really like going inside yourself, really, really connecting with the universe, with the ultimate source, the, the you know, the, the infinite divine, with your higher self, ask it questions, ask yourself questions, ask the universe questions, and you know, it will respond. Once you're open and you're ready, but you, you, you have to, you know, sometimes you might not get the response you want. But it's like the guidance is always there. Like lately, anything I ask, I'm, whether it be in, the, in, in a person or a post or something, if I'm seeking something, I guarantee that within 24 hours, one way or another, I'll get that, the answer will come to me, you know? Um, and um, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's, it's incredible where this is going and, and the speed that it's going at now, I feel like um, in the past month, since basically all this has been happening, I feel like, because, you know, I, I, I know we've got two mediums on here, which I can't wait to listen to them. Um, I feel like I do get messages, but I, I'm not, I'm only just starting to pick up how to, to uh, understand that that's, it's somebody else, it's not me, you know, that's talking. Uh, it's been happening a lot at home with my, because uh, I'm back with my parents. Um, like I'll hear my dad say that he left something in another room or he'll want to do something. So I'll just get up and do it or go and get that for him. 
And then I'll come in the room and he'd be like, did you hear me say that? And I said, yeah, he went, I didn't say anything. And my mum's sitting there like, you know, like he didn't say it. Like, I'm like, no, I heard you say, uh, you left your water bottle downstairs. And he went, no, he said, I thought it, but I didn't say it. And it's like, it keeps happening. Like, or even with um, my friends, just I'll call them uh, and ask them something. They'll be like, Hat, I literally was just talking about this. You know, like, but it's, it's, it's coming at such a speed now and constant. So now I'm trying to learn how to really hear the important messages, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, and during this time, how hard. So at first, when I first moved back, I used to kind of feel suffocated a lot of the time because uh, I was used to being very free. Um, and um, I, I, I work with visualization a lot. Being a Reiki and crystal healer, you know, we're always um, calling in light and, and things, uh, which I do that every morning. I, I create light shields around myself. It's like literally as soon as, after, if, as soon as I've done my, uh, my gratitudes, uh, I do my light shields and my grounding and then I do my affirmations and all that kind of stuff. Um, For the people that don't know what that is, could you just explain a little bit about what you're doing and just so really give people a, like a, a clear... My morning rituals? Yeah, just a little bit of your morning rituals and your light shields or whatever it is, because if people don't understand what that is... Okay. Touch on that a little bit for me, just to explain like a step-by-step -step process, maybe so we can give people... to make them go oh, I can do that that's easy I can do that yeah. that will help me with my start of my day yeah no it's, it's uh, I was just saying when we first got on that um uh I, I had just completed the 21 days of abundance um and the group that I had created um asked me to keep the group going and um I've slowly been planting the seeds into the group so that they start doing my morning obviously um if they want to, I, I call it play, um, home play, um, rather than saying it tasks, because otherwise um, it can sound heavy. And like, I remember when I first started doing all this stuff, I used to call it, oh, I've got to do my, my, my tasks and like, I've got to do this work. And I remember I started getting lazy with it. But when I started switching the words, you know, it's gotten a lot, it's now it's just program like what it's a new program that i've programmed into myself i get up and i do it naturally so when i wake up i say thank you thank you thank you thank myself thank um the almighty and the source the the universe so i just say three thank yous just like that um and then um as soon as i my feet hit the floor i either stand up or i sit down and i i ground my feet then I ask my ancestors, angel guides and spirit guides and the universe to bring down my white light shield. And I visualize, but in the beginning, because I was not in a great headspace, I couldn't see everything so clearly. Um, my head was still fuzzy from, you know, everything that had gone on in my life. And so I used to say it. I would say I bring down my white shield and I surround my aura in this... Um, perfect white light shield that is filled with uh, protection, love, healing. I would say it. Now I don't have to say it because I already visualize it all. Um, Even just saying it, it gives you that. You're, of course. 
vision of something coming down. So then you start, you start practicing the visualization. I mean, I call, yeah, I call it, I, I, I say, I call upon my white light shields to come down. I ask my, and then I, what I do, I ask my ancestors, my angel guides and the universe and my spirit guides to keep me safe and nourished and filled with light all day and night. And what I have started doing is I ask for gift bags of love and light to be placed on the outside of my shield for anyone that I meet or speak to on the phone or on the internet or in person that day that needs love and light, they can take a gift bag from the outside of my shield. Because A, I love to give, but what I found was I was giving from in here all the time and then i was feeling drained all the time and you know as any all the energy healers on here know all energy comes in and out of our chakras so and as well when you're giving uh, someone energy if they're not in a good place there could be an interaction of some of their negative energy coming into your chakra and you might be taking on some of their pain or their you know whatever is wrong with them which you know Obviously, that's not, uh, it's, I mean, if it happens to us, we kind of understand that that's happened quite quickly and we can do something about, I, I know when I've been zapped pretty quickly, you know, but a regular person doesn't. And I mean, I never definitely knew it before. That's how I got into that place. Um, so I do my shields and my gift bags and then I, I, there's various other little rituals that I do, but they're a little bit more, um, ritualistic in their, their wiccan so i call upon the watchtowers as you probably call upon the corners um, um but that's you know other stuff that you have to start getting into the teachings because you don't want to do that wrong either you know so i, I won't i won't go into that into depth because that you need a little bit more guidance with but i do that and then um i write in my journal my gratitudes i don't write all of my gratitudes and all of my affirmations in my journal but i do write all the important ones um i started by just saying them i used to just say my affirmations and my gratitudes but i try to write down as much as possible now um the night before i go to bed um uh, what tony was saying about ending his day i i uh, i always have a shower before i go to bed and i always say i wash away anything from today that i do not wish to carry into tomorrow that's my ritual um everyone's got you know, their own style, their own way. Um, and then I write in my journal, I, I will get up at, you know, I, I've been getting up at 7am to do yoga and then I will go running in the park. I, I write down all these things that I want to achieve by a certain time. And I, and I obviously do it as I am doing this, not I will or I want to. It's always I am, everything is I am. Um, and that's really been working. And I'm even finding that I'm, I'm getting stuff done earlier than before. The only thing is that because I'm living at home and because of this quarantine, when I get home, my parents now usually have a list of things for me to do. Yeah. You know, like, like yesterday, me and TJ actually uh, are starting our own crystal company. She did not mention it, but um, we are starting our own crystal company in, yeah. in the next few days. And um, I had this whole list of things that I wanted to do yesterday for it. But as soon as I got home, my mum and dad were like, can you help us paint the garden right and i'm like i literally spent my whole afternoon and evening painting all this different like garden furniture they have which was exhausting but um in general usually if i write things down they happen so um 
I, and I feel like when you have that kind of organization, it's harder for other things to kind of slip in and knock you off your path. Um, I'm trying to think of what, oh, my parents, uh, the lady was saying about um, moving back home. Um, you know, a lot of the time the shielding helps me as well with them because they're very, you know, lovely, amazing people, but they are very conditioned and, and programmed and watch the news all the time. Although that's one of the first things I did was um, in the beginning, they were watching the news constantly. And I was like, once a day, you can watch the news once a day. <laughs> I was like, I do not want to hear the TV on 24 seven on BBC one. Right. Like, it, it's not happening. Like I, I cannot, I, I will be helpful. I will do anything you please. This is the one thing I ask because it was getting too much. Um, I throw loads of light at them. I, I create their shields for them. Like they'll be talking and like, I'll be like bringing down pink lights and rainbows and like literally they'll be sitting there like me, 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 me. And I'm like rainbow, rainbow, pink light. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how, but it changes the vibration because a lot of the time they start getting a little bit more happier. But both of them really positive now. It seems like the higher my vibration is going, the more they're starting to lift theirs. Like I'm influencing the vibration of the house, definitely. Yeah. But you know, I do work hard on it. <laughs> but it, but it's become fun. Um, and yeah, so th that's how I kind of like kept myself in a in a good place during this time. I'm I, I'm I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm really keeping myself uh, in a positive mind frame when fears or anything like that do come around which is very rare now, but when it used to, um, I wouldn't say that I would do a daily of, uh, I let go of this fear or anything like that, because again, um, the universe is hearing the word fear on a daily basis then. So I, I try to keep anything negative in the waning moon cycle. So when, when the, after the full moon, between the full moon and the new moon, that's the time of release and letting go unless you go and have a Reiki healing or some sort of um, energy or any sort of healing, then you can do a release there as well, because then you're going to be filled with light. So it's fine. But uh, as far as home practice is concerned, I, I try and leave all my releasing and letting go in that period of time only, and then focus all my manifestation from the new moon to the full moon as it's growing. Oh. Same as uh, I only cut my hair when it's new moon to full moon. <laughs> Not when it's getting smaller, but yeah. yeah. Um, oh, good. So yeah, that, those are, that's, that's uh, my, my day stuff, basically. Oh, thank you very much. So we're literally just coming up to the end of your time. Is there any Perfect. one tip that you uh, would like to give our viewers and listeners uh, that maybe you haven't touched on just to help them get through, through this time? Just be kind to yourself. In, in all honesty, be kind to yourself. Watch your words um self-love loads of self-love like more than ever you've got the time to do it now and if if you if you're not your best self you can't be the best mum or the best wife or the best friend or you can't be none of those things you're not you're not you you know at your you're, you're not being the best you can be to other people so if you're not your best self so be your best self for yourself first oh i forgot one of my rituals okay before before I uh, get out of bed, I hug myself. <laughs> That's a good I hug myself and I say I love you to myself. I give myself some love because the self-love reminded me of that. This is something I started recently doing and I feel like it's really working. Then bear in mind that 
a year and a half ago, whenever I looked in the mirror, I just thought you, I hate you, you idiot. You know, like, like what have you done to yourself? You know, like I, I really was in a, a very self-loathing place. And like now I hug myself in the morning and when I go to bed at night and tell myself I love myself, you know, and I'm not someone that's been doing this for years. You know, I've transformed in two. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so, so basically be kind to yourself. And obviously that, that will then transmit into others. If, if, if you are in a high vibe, you have no idea how much it will affect everyone around you. So yeah, and trust the universe. Yeah, absolutely. So Debbie, thank you for having you on. Uh, we will do a, um, a podcast, hopefully just, just you and I, and we can really delve into um, your stories more because they're, they're fascinating and I always get mesmerized when I hear you talk. So <laughs> thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'd like to now bring on uh, my good friend Chris, who's helped me set all of this up. And uh, Chris is um, a dear, dear friend of mine, a mentor. There you go. Um, Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Lovely. So Chris has really helped me um, get through many, many things. I've been through a lot of uh, dark times and traumas and Chris has always been there for me and we just always, we can talk for hours and hours on the phone and uh, his knowledge and wisdom about mindfulness and everything like that is absolutely second to none. I really don't know anyone who's got much knowledge and wisdom as this guy. So um, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on and thank you so much for giving time and helping me set this up as well. So. Yeah. Cool. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Joby, thanks very much. And thank you to Master B and to Tijan and to Ted as well. It was really wonderful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how is everyone doing? <laughs> how is everyone doing? So we are living in a really amazing, we're living in an amazing time. Whether you're aware of it or not, what's happening on this planet right now is spectacular. And I know it seems um, that it could be portrayed as negative, having people dying, uh, but if you look at the group or even the collective consciousness of what's happening on the planet right now, um, we'll never be the same again. We'll never, ever go back to how it used to be. And in order for this planet to move forward and to change, we have to let go of the old ways. Now, let's talk about stress because this was the name of the workshop. What I want to do in this is talk about why we stress. What is it about the human experience that causes the stress and what we can do as individuals and collectively as a community to help alleviate people's concerns and give them a little bit of joy and a bit of love in the day. Um, I agree with Tijen when she said earlier about it's not all about positivity. It's not all about positivity at all. Being on a spiritual awakening or being on a spiritual journey is possibly one of the most brutal undertakings you'll ever experience in your life. Um, trying to pretend that it's a really fun, positive experience that's like hippie and you're wearing sunshine glasses and you're dancing around a field. There are moments when you're having a really wonderful time and it does feel very wonderful uh, and very peaceful. But in order to get to those heavenly realms, you first have to peek your head into the shadows and um, face some of the bullshit that you've been carrying with you your whole life. And 
if people are unaware that they have a consciousness or they have, they're unaware that they are a spiritual being having a physical experience and they are unconscious, then stress is probably something that's quite common. Um, the central nervous system, the body is reacting to what you believe, what you watch, what you listen to, what you speak, what you eat, who you spend your time with. And the central nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system of your body kind of go between the two, depending on whether you're relaxed or whether you're in fight or flight mode. And I found a lot of my family members <clears throat> who, uh, when the coronavirus hit, they got super stressed, super worried. Um, money, money concerns came up, how they're gonna make a living, their health, did, a lot of my family members got sick. They start getting cold symptoms because the central nervous system has a massive effect on your immune system. So a lot of these things that, that we're experiencing as human beings at the moment is to, to find out really how to set those methods, techniques and rituals in place on a daily basis so that we can manage our stress. And then what will happen is you will come out of the stress fight or flight mechanism into a much more peaceful experience. And I've got a list of things I'm just gonna run over just to keep it on the topic of, of stress and mindfulness. Um, we have a five elements of our human experience. We have the physical body, we have the mental plane of existence, we have emotions inside the body, we have our sexual desires and impulses, and these are the four I call human aspects. And then you have the spiritual aspect of this experience, which kind of animates the whole human experience, you could say, or is the conscious awareness that is aware of the experience of being a human being. And without getting too, in, too heavily into meditation, what we are able to do as entities, as spiritual beings, as consciousness, is to stop have the ability to just stop doing what you're doing and this coronavirus is a wonderful experience for that it is the greatest opportunity for everyone to just stop doing what they're doing and before you even try meditating and trying to get into meditation i had the realization about two or three months ago that before i teach anyone how to meditate people have to get into the habit of knowing when to stop and how to stop doing something we're very heavily conditioned in our society to do, do, do. We've got to keep busy. We've got to keep our minds busy. But you can't sit and meditate until you know how to stop doing things. Until you know how to stop doing and thinking. Meditation is the absence of thinking. So you can become mindful of your thoughts. I would always suggest for stress reasons, just putting your awareness on your breathing. This is paramount and it's in all of the uh, it's in panayama in hinduism and it's all the way through the buddhist teachings through uh, the nostrils putting your conscious awareness on your breathing um, can immediately snap you out of any um, thought processes you may be having that are causing your body to have a physiological stress response so if you are stressed or you have some kind of anxiety or worry or depression it's probably because you're physical body and your emotions are in some kind of conversation with your thoughts. 
and your thoughts are making you feel this way and your feelings are reinforcing the thoughts and then the thoughts happen again and you're in this kind of like cycle. And just by bringing your awareness from believing the thought, just put it on your breathing. Just, it's so simple. It seems so obvious when you start doing it that when you begin breathing and you just become solely aware of your breathing, the air going in and out of your nostrils, and you just say for a few moments, nothing else on earth or in the entire universe exists except your breathing. Anytime you see your mind wandering off to do something else, think about tomorrow, think about the money, think about your parents, think about that thing, think, 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 think about Donald Trump, think about 5G, think about all of the things that are on the internet at the moment. Just observe the thinking, bring it back to the breath, become aware of your breath, become aware of your breath, become aware of your breath. Monkey mind goes again. What happened yesterday? That guy said that thing to me and I should have said this and I didn't do this thing and she's going to be mad and this person's going to think this. And then once you notice your thoughts are doing that thing again, bring it back to the breath. This is a highly kind of like, a, this can calm you down very quickly from a stressful situation. And uh, I do this, well, I just do this regularly anyway. It's not um, something that I need to practice anymore. It's just something that I just get into the habit of doing regularly whenever I'm not doing anything. Um, another thing about stress is grounding yourself with your feet. Make sure you have bare feet and make sure you are going somewhere naturey every single day. Every single day. You can't say you don't have time to do this. Um, no one on earth, no one on earth right now can say they don't have time to do this. So take your socks and shoes off and go and find a piece of grass and stand. Yeah, get your feet, I wanna show your feet. Everyone, go and put your feet into the grass. Go and put your feet into the, the ocean. I'm so lucky living down here in Bournemouth because I, I have the beach here. So I walk up and down the beach. That's why I have such an amazing town at the moment. Um, and I'm just in and out of the ocean, in and out of the ocean, in and out of the ocean all day. Uh, grounding myself, breathing, having a really wonderful experience. Um, salt baths, if you can get your hands on some Epsom salts, um, pulls the toxins out of your body. Really good for your skin, really nourishing you, really good for lavender, salt baths all day long for getting rid of stress. <clears throat> if you can do breathing in the bath, then you're doubling up on your methods. So you're having a nice experience. Listen to some classical music in a lavender bath, nothing better. Um, and fasting. I find that the more I eat, the more I, the more it fuels the monkey mind and the more, I suppose, self-pressure I give myself, um, a little more guilt attached to it, more kind of like shame, I'm eating too much, my body image stuff comes up, um, how people are perceiving me, how the ego is working, all of this kind of stuff. And the more I'm eating, the more complicated it gets. So fasting. I find is a really wonderful way of cleansing the body. Cleansing the body calms the central nervous system. It calms the mind. Uh, it allows you to not have to process food all the time and allows your digestion to just have a little rest. Um, it allows all the bile and acids in your stomach to reset themselves, which is good. So intermittent fasting, just skip two meals, any two meals in a row. Um, there's a million different methods out there, but I just miss breakfast and lunch and have an evening meal, or I miss lunch and evening meal and go to breakfast, um, or just miss two meals in a row. It doesn't matter which, but it usually adds up to about 
18 hours and it's enough time for your body just to take a little break um, now if you can fast ground yourself do some breathing all at the same time then you're on for a winning formula um, trying to get these into a ritualistic um, pattern you get your pen and a piece of paper and write it down like we were talking about earlier um, when you write something onto a piece of paper your idea first is um, energetic it's not real yet um, then it becomes a thought process and you think about it oh yeah yeah this is a good idea it's still energetic but then when you action it into ink onto a piece of paper you're actually technically creating it it's one step closer to manifesting it into your life because now you have physicalness of your once was energetic has now become physical and it's kind of like the building blocks if you want to achieve anything write it down if you want to achieve anything in your entire life write it down keep writing it out and keep reading it as often as you can and read it out as often as you can and read it out as often as you can and read it to yourself as often as you can and you will kind of recondition your subconscious mind you'll recondition yourself we talked about affirmations earlier and um, speaking the affirmation is important but there's another level to affirmations which has massively helped me in my life and that is uh, incantations which is the the kind of affirmations are the sound of it but the incantation is the movement of energy while doing the affirmations so a good example of this is if you want to pump yourself up and you want to get into an activated state by moving and putting your hands together and hitting your chest and moving your body and kind of like yes i can achieve anything like you can say you can achieve anything but if you tell your body you're going to achieve something and you get your body pumped up you start to feel the movement of energy around your body becomes all quite intense and quite overwhelming this is because we're magic we're naturally magic beings and we can oh, and we can conjure things and we can affirmate things and we can visualize things and we can believe things and we can and confirm things and we can kind of recondition our state of being through the movement of our bodies um, so affirmations is all about the sound that which is reprogramming your subconscious mind but it's also about energy and your vibratory state if you can say i'm really happy but your vibratory state is still depressed your although it does have an effect on your subconscious mind to really be truly happy you have to vibrate at the vibration of happiness um, so try and convince yourself when you're doing affirmations don't just say them and say i've done my three affirmations this morning like, like go hard on it go hard on it stand up in your room and be like, i'm so happy i am so happy i love everything i'm so i'm having a great day everyone i interact with today is going to be in full harmony with me I, I love everything everything is amazing wow and really convince yourself of it don't just say well i've done my list for the day and then just stay in that vibratory level like tony robbins says we choose our state of being and at the beginning, when we start doing this kind of work, it can be quite, um, quite uh, demoralizing because we're saying all of these things, but we're not feeling any different. We're like, man, I say my affirmations all the time and I still feel like shit. What the hell's happening? Uh, and you, you, well, I've been doing this for years, like 10 years I've been saying these affirmations. Like, I've still got no money. Like, like, why isn't it working? Like, because it's not about saying it. It's about vibrating at that level of, of experience. And the law of attraction uh, works in accordance to vibration. 
And although your sounds are a vibration, which is on a, on a symbolic sound level, it's really powerful to abracadabra your existence into existence. Really, your state of being is dictating how you, uh, how the people you attract into your life, the circumstances, the job, the money, the career, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, the quality of your life, the quality of your relationships, how you communicate with others. Um, it's all about your state of being and your level of consciousness, how self-aware you are of yourself. Um, and I mean of the self, of the, um, of the consciousness that we are, that we all collectively are, individuated, um, subjective of God or in the one infinite creator, or whatever you want to call it. But not to, uh, to heavily identify with your thoughts too much. Um, in fact, I, this is a really good way of doing it. I look at my thoughts as actors, auditioning for my attention so thoughts coming to my mind and I audition them in my mind to decide whether they go into my life or whether they don't go into my life because my life is my movie and I am the casting director of the thoughts that I allow into my experience and if you can understand when you get into the state of observation uh, level of consciousness where you can literally see all of your thoughts is like happening on the screen and you can pick and choose which ones you like and which ones you want to uh, show to the world. And obviously the ones in your head that are telling you to kill someone and the ones in your head that are telling you that you're a worthless piece of shit and that you're no good, uh, you just ignore them and you politely say, no, thank you. I don't, you don't need to come back and audition for my life because I don't, you're not welcome in my life. Thank you very much with respect to you, with respect to you. And you pay all of those thoughts respect and you pay them and they get less power and less power. And then they come back as a, in a force and they try and convince you that, that you are worthless. And then you're like, no, 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 no. And then they come back in force again. And then again, and again, the game continues. And eventually that thought process is not energized and that thought process just disappears. And all of those lack beliefs and lack, um, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not important, nobody wants to hear from me, but all of those stories that I was dealing with for most of my life, uh, I've just observed them as insanity, essentially. It's just the insane part of my personality. And um, yeah, so meditation will help with this. Meditation leads into um, relaxation. Put your hands up on the screen. When was the last time that you spent from the moment you woke up until the moment you went to bed doing nothing? I mean, I mean nothing. I mean nothing. Yeah, you guys, are, well, we're enjoying the coronavirus, so like, everyone's doing nothing. But you'll be surprised how like sitting in a chair, this is my chair here, and just sitting with your hands like this. Even I, within an hour and a half, am starting to freak out. Like even within an hour and a half, I'm like, it gets quite intense just sitting and doing nothing. But you'll find that there are stages of relaxation that you can, by relaxing, you kind of see where your insanity is. By relaxing, you kind of see it's like, um, if you're just living in your life and you're believing all of your thoughts and your emotions and you, you're annoyed and you're frustrated and all, if you're just living in with that, with that helmet on of thought, then, um, it can be quite a stressful experience for people. But just taking that hour every morning. Do not pick up your phone for one hour when you get out of bed. Do not pick up your phone for one hour when you get out of bed. Just walk into the living room or walk into a space, brush your teeth, and close your eyes again. I know you've just woken up after seven or eight hours, but just go and do it in a waking state. Instead of doing sleeping, 
thing that you've just done, get up and actively partake in the meditation part of it, which is observing your thoughts in the morning, planting the seed of um, intention of what kind of day you want to have. Like um, Debbie was saying about visualization, visualizing what kind of day you want to have, writing loads of cool stuff down. I have a diary here. That it's just like uh, it's just stories and stories and stories of stuff that I've been writing down, but then I just have pages and pages of documents about whatever is going through. It could be childhood trauma, it could be um, spiritual or conceptual reality, um, like slipping in and out of different um, headspaces, prosperity, money, relationships, love. Um, just open a book or whatever you feel like in the day and read some of these nice words. Put some of these nice words into your head in the morning. It will have a dramatic effect on the stress of your life during the day. Like if you just read The Power of Now every day, like it's, it seems a bit cheesy, but Eckhart Tolle's book, The Power of Now, if you just read that every day, just read it every day. Just read it every day. Never stop reading it. Just, it just brings you back to the present moment. It brings you back to the present moment. That's what the book is designed for. So just always have a copy next to your bed, have a copy in the living room. Uh, got two minutes of your life, read The Power of Now. Read one page of The Power of Now. It, it is in an amazing um, tool for bringing yourself back to that uh, moment where there is no stress. There can be no stress. We're all sitting in our lovely houses having a nice experience. Uh, we're all writing some stuff down. We're all thinking about the universe and, and, and what's the state of things are. Uh, right now, none of the people in this video chat should be stressed at all. We should all be very relaxed and, and very happy and just so happy to be alive. And it's, God, we're breathing and the sun's shining. How amazing the weather has been for the last three weeks. Everyone's been given a month off to be in the sun. And yeah, like life is good. But you can choose to be at that level all the time. You go, like, why wouldn't you be at this level all the time? Why, why, like just being pumped all the time. Like, yeah, life is amazing. And then you'll just have a shift where you remember some bullshit your dad put you through when you were five years old. And then you face down in a pile of tears for like three days crying. And you don't know why it's happening. And you're just like, oh, I can't deal with my life. And your wife is leaning over you going, okay, okay. So she's like comforting you. And then you're just a mess for days while you purge this five-year-old demon that's been inside your body for 30 years. And you're just screaming and you're wailing. And, it's, and then it, you shake it off. You put the kettle on. You take your shoes off and you go for the walk and then you, you just go for that walk again and you have new realizations, you have new levels of confidence, new levels of perception, new levels of what is possible for you. We always, we're, we're so limiting ourselves because of our parents and our culture and, and every single person in here can be anything they want, like we're limitless beings. We're limited only by our imagination and your imagination is completely limitless. There is no limit to what God can imagine because we're living in one of his imaginations anyway. So bringing it back to stress, there shouldn't be stress in your life. And if there is stresses in your life, just practice the breathing, the grounding, um, listen to really amazing music like Master B just played these amazing sound healing instruments. Um, but if you're not familiar with sound healing, um, check out YouTube, go on YouTube and check out some of Master B stuff and we'll share a link or go onto SoundCloud and Ajobi's got an amazing SoundCloud account with loads of amazing shamanic music on it. But listening to music that's not consciously written to manipulate, 
like Bruno Mars, like Lady Gaga, like all of that pop stuff that's designed to manipulate you. If you listen to music that is designed to uplift you and make you whole, like earth music, uh, people playing the handpan, people playing um, koshi bells and beautiful guitar music, this is also a huge part of relaxation. Uh, you can completely transform your life with music. Completely. It is one of the universal languages of the universe, sound. And if you want to raise your vibration, I recommend you start listening to music that is very high vibration. Classical music, um, pan pipes, you know, people playing drums, people playing the guitar, people chanting. All of these things have such a grounding and earthly element to it that I know from my experience, the more I listen to um, like Tibetan bowls or something, just having that on in the background completely changes your disposition and you're able to uh, come out of that mind-made activity uh, where all the concerns and worries and regret and bitterness sit. And you can just kind of come out of it and look around and be like, oh yeah, my life is awesome. Like I've got great friends, I've got, I'm perfectly healthy at all times, the sun is shining. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's it. I, that's all I had to say about stress. I hope this helped anyone. Uh, I wasn't, yeah, don't be stressed. Be, feel love all the time. I'm going to um, answer, I'm going to ask Joby some questions now because I know Joby has a lot of experience with quite stressful situations. He's uh, connected to Joby maybe two or three years ago through the Bitcoin thing. Uh, but as soon as I realized he was on a spiritual journey, we started conversing about shamanism and we've taken lots of plant medicines together and we've had some really nice experiences. Um, but Joby, just quickly, I just want to answer your question in regards to stress as that is the title of our thing. Um, tell me about some of your experiences you've had. I know you've had a few near-death experiences. Um, and tell me what you learned from those experiences that helped you kind of get to the level that you're at now in regards to like lifestyle. And, and I know you had a, in the last one you had, I know you had a lot of anxiety and worry and stress to do with like, it was a lot of mental stuff. If you'd like to elaborate on that, that'd be great. Absolutely. So um, I've nearly died about five, six times now. I've nearly had um, a few mishaps. Um, so first one mainly started off is about 2008. Um, someone dropped a scaffold fitting from 70 foot, landed on my head. Um, so I was very lucky to, um, to survive. It fell from 70 foot and I was literally one millimeter from death. I had, um, I had 49 staples in my head. Um, so yeah, I had 49 staples in my head, which was about two or three inches long. And uh, that was holding my head together about 18 months. Um, so yeah, it was a very tough time, um, very dark. And um, God, if I hadn't found spirituality back then, that was what was opened the door for me. because so I was so in such a bad place, couldn't work, and didn't have no income. Uh, thoughts going through my mind, been disfigured and... Um, very, very dark time. If I hadn't have had that, um, that process, I wouldn't have found the door for personal development and opened the door for spirituality. So that was where my journey began. Um, I've had many other experiences. I won't go into all of them because I'll just, we'll be here for another three hours. <laughs> uh, but the, last year I had a, um, a lorry drive into me, same as TJ and squashed me into another car. And uh, that really set off anxiety. But over the other 
near-death experiences I had over the years, everything come up. I mean, everything, anxiety, depression, uh, paranoia, um, you name it, it was there. So I had a very, very dark, deep time and my journey really had to... Um, so yeah, my journey really had to um, evolve and it had to evolve quick because um, otherwise I was going to be in a very dark place for a long time if I didn't. And it was just something that I had to deal with. And one thing I just, just keep sending myself self-love and uh, meditating really every day like you guys have spoken about. And so Chris is going to mute you for a sec. Uh, it should be a background noise. Uh, but yeah, so if it wasn't for me finding that self-love, the meditations, the healing process of doing it for myself, looking after myself and really being grateful for being alive and just having that, that passion of still being able to wake up in the morning and have a brand new day. That for me was just um, something I had to learn. But for my main self, it was the self-love, filling myself with divine love every day and joy and happiness. And your work, your mouth is a portal, like the guys I spoke about here, your mouth is a portal. So if you're talking negatively, you're only going to get a negative outcome. If you're talking positively, you're going to get positive outcomes. Same as Debbie mentioned, so Chris and Master B and... Um, TJ, it's very, very important for for us to realize and understand the words that we're talking are our future. Everything we say is going to lead us into the next day. We have 70,000 thoughts in a day. 90% of them come at the same thoughts you had yesterday. So if we're having the same thoughts as we had yesterday, we're going to stay in the same energy and we're not gonna get a different outcome. So your personality is designed by your personal reality. So if you can change your personality, you can change your person, personal reality. So if you keep speaking divine love, joy, happiness, kindness, gratitude, uh, words that you wanna use, um, there is no wrong, there is no right. My personal mantra is I fill myself with divine love, joy, happiness, kindness, and compassion now. I, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm filled with divine love, joy, happiness. Like, I'm just always happy and grateful. Like, just the affirmations, as Chris was saying, incantations, get into your body every single day. Just filling yourself with self-love, self-love, self-love. And you, as the guy said, you know it's a bit of a difference if you want to speed it up and enhance your journey, don't just do it every day. Don't just do it in the mornings. Do it, do it in your mind all day. Like you're sitting there, you can be sitting in the garden right now, reading a book or whatever, but just keep going over it and repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. What's your, what's your life going to be like? You know, it's going to be absolutely, whatever you want to create, it's up to you. Use the words, use your thoughts. Like, I can tell you now, I've been through dark, dark, dark times. Um, if I told you some of the stuff that used to go through my head, it's frightening. Um, I wouldn't even want to go into it. It'd be probably scary, to be honest, some of the stuff that's come up for me recently. Um, but 
I've had to deal with it and it's walking through the shadows to get through the light. And I can tell you now I was scared, 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 scared when these thoughts started coming up. Um, yeah, dark, but um, I've had to deal with it and it's really taught me a lesson of just connection and looking after yourself every single day, doing the work. I, I'm sitting about now. I found a purpose for my dent. I'm literally putting crystals in my head in my dent now and just feeling myself with self-love all the time. <laughs> it's taken me 13 years to find a purpose for it, but I don't go anywhere now without my crystals and laying there and just putting crystals in my dent and just literally just feeling myself. I'm like crystals on your heart, crystals on your soul, like on your solar plexus. This is where You've got three brains, so you, your gut, solar plexus is your gut, your gut feeling. When you get that feeling, that's where you make a decision from. Your heart is your emotions. Don't ever listen to your brain, because your brain's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, it really can be an idiot. Like, it can be twisted and you can get, you can watch TV and you can hear something and all of a sudden you'll have a thought come in your mind and you go, that's not my fault. So I didn't think that, I've just seen it on TV. But it can happen. But listen to your gut, listen to your heart, and really just um, just enjoy life. And I don't want to ramble anymore because we're now half an hour over what we said was going to be. Um, but what I'd like to do, just finish off, everyone, just, just for your own purpose, um, just shut your eyes and let's send love to the world. Like, let's heal, let's heal this world right now. Um, let's... This, the more love we can send, like I'll, I'll just talk through this. Just shut your eyes and just let's feel that. Let's imagine a golden white light coming down in, on top of us. Imagine the, the light is coming through us, but it's shining out of our heart. And it is literally sharing across the whole world is being covered by your love and light. All of our brothers and sisters, our cousins, our families, our friends, people we don't even know, people we hate, just send them love, send them absolute divine love, joy and happiness. They see children running in the street and laughing and playing. They see our friends together and community again. Let's come back together. Let's have human touch. Let's hug each other again. You know, let's be humans. And that the more we can send out this light, the more we can send out this vibration. Imagine the trees the sunshine down, beaming down on everyone, people in walking through the nature, walking the dogs, coming together, laughing and joking. And together, everyone as our collective, warriors of the rainbow and cosmic warriors, we heal and send love to every single person who may be going through the coronavirus right now, people who may have passed, you know, we send love to the families, the joy, the happiness that can be come back into their lives. And we ask for absolute presence of the divine to flow through us as us is us. Let the streams flow and let the, let the sun shine. And together we can become more. Together we are one. Just hold that thought for a minute and just, just let it be. Let your heart shine across the whole world. Imagine your high, high. You're filling up and covering the earth with that divine love above you, below you, as you, is you.
Now just hold that for as long as you want. Bring your eyes back whenever you're ready. Open your eyes. Feel the divine love flowing through you. Okay. So I hope that um, helped. I hope you guys got some value from this. I hope guys um, learned just to be able to deal with um, any situation that you might be going through right now to know that it's going to be okay. And together, if you need anything, you can text me, you can text Chris, Master B's open, Debbie, TJ, and you know, you, us guys, we're here to, to really support and do anything you can. What I do when the replay goes up, I put everyone's links in and uh, I'll put my phone number in as well. So if you want to text me at any time, WhatsApp me, Chris's number will be there as well. Um, you guys just have a beautiful day and if anyone wants does anyone want to chip in on anything just to close out if you do just unmute yourself john did you want anything just to finish off or master b did you have anything please sorry tony didn't hear you say it again so just add my number to your list yeah absolutely no problem yeah. anyone wants to contact yeah, perfect. So yeah, guys, so we did go over for about half an hour. I do apologize. I know you guys probably got things to do. Um, but John, I'd love to maybe me and you and Carol could do our own little uh, podcast and love to get your um, interpretation on that uh, meditation that you was talking about as well. It'd be great to hear what you guys are up to as well. And uh, I'll have the recording up for, for everyone soon as well. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, no. Thank you, Joby. You're amazing. Uh, you are as well. Thank you. That's, that's Thank you. That was fabulous. Thank you. Have a lovely evening, everyone. Blessings, everyone. Thank you. Lots of love. Take it easy, buddy. Divine love, everyone. Yeah. Zapping your. <laughs> <clears throat> See you later. See ya.